We wish you a Merry Christmas. We wish you a Merry Christmas. We, we wish, wish you a Merry Christmas, Christmas and a Happy New Year. That was needlessly cheerful. Hi, everyone. The sound of a partridge eating a Pringle, not in a pear tree. And I'd do it again. <laughs> Go on in. Of course, if the microphone doesn't actually pick that up, there's just this moment <laughs> Welcome to the Anime Limited Podcast, everybody. It is the end of year annual Christmas special that's probably not so special, but does involve red wine, but not me because I'm not drinking red wine special. Welcome to the Anime Limited Podcast. It is the end of the year. It is literally days before Christmas at the time we're recording this. And we are getting ready to bring you Nerima Daikon Brothers. As you can tell, everyone is so excited about this. Well, I actually am, because Nerima Daikon Brothers is ridiculous. If you guys have checked out the trailer that's on our YouTube, it's mental. I've seen a few reviews start to pop up for the DVD that we've released. People are agreeing it is pretty bloomin' mental. And uh, we probably should introduce ourselves in case you're a new listener. I am Jeremy Graves, and I'm joined in the office studio by... Keith. And... Andrew... And we are Team Anime Limited for today. But please know, please note rather, that that Kat wishes you a Merry Christmas. Kerry wishes something. A bodily bodily harm. A pox on all your houses. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, both uh, Kat and Kerry are on holiday at the moment. They are sorely missed. If only because, you know, workload. (laughs) (laughs) Tales of the Anime Limited (laughs) office. Yeah. So yeah, if we, if we sound a bit random, everybody, it's because we've been going non-stop for quite a while now, but we are here to bring you anime chatter, and also to tell you about other cool things as well, like thoughts of the year, favourite things we've seen anime-wise, maybe some fun stories we've not mentioned, and there's also a surprise for Keith and Andrew that I've not told them about, which I'm looking forward to springing upon at any time. If I hear a zip undoing, I will not like that surprise. <laughs> Just making sure we're clear. Well, it depends on what's being unzipped, really, doesn't it? I mean, if it's a sack of cash, that's a good zip noise. Yeah, that's true. I could live with that. Is it a sack of cash? Folks, today I'm announcing, <laughs> my, uh, today I'm announcing my resignation. And because of, because of uh, Zipgate, I will no longer be on the podcast. <laughs> Andrew will be hosting from now on. Jolly good. Oh, that was sudden. Well, sudden and acceptable. I can live with that. I've never done this podcast. I'll keep that in mind for the future. No, for, everyone, for anyone who thought I was being real then, no. I don't know. I'm going to take the first answer. <laughs> the first. You heard it, right, Keith? I mean... No, no. J- Jeremy is staying. Like the rest of us, he's locked in on that uh, contract where we accidentally signed away our souls. Yeah. All in the name of anime. Codename, Andrew. In the name of Andrew. Right, so, so what's first on yes. the agenda, Jeremy? So yeah, so I, I kind of want to reflect on 2016, because a, a lot has happened with us this year. So, uh, Andrew, seeing as you are El Presidente, you're, you're the man with the plan, you're the man with the cash, you're the man with the uh, the power as well, uh, I say as he's currently investigating a bottle of wine. Indeed, <laughs> indeed he has the touch as well and as there the you power. Go. Um, yeah, there you uh, go. Yeah. Which, for the record, I bought that steelbook, manga. Thank you very much. I'm looking forward to watching that. Yeah, Christmas. nice job on that. So, uh, Andrew, yeah. 2016 for Anime Limited. Thoughts, feelings, anything going forward you want to make mention of? Well, stealing Keith's quote, we weren't savaged by angry dogs. <laughs> uh, we were savaged by everything else at some point. Pretty much everything else. Oh. Well, it's been a good year. Like, it's been 
a very good year. We released like multiple Ultimate Editions. We released Your Name in cinemas and did better than both when Marnie was there and Princess Kaguya. Um, we had Mark Commode really in favor of our like of, of our lovely film, it, didn't he? Oh, yeah. Actively promoting it on his own accord, yep. we should add. We, we like for, for for the few of you who legitimately emailed me asking, have you paid off Mark Commode nope. to promote your name? No, so we did not. You obviously don't know Mark Commode. That man is incredibly hard to please. So if he likes something, it's because he likes something. Uh, we sold Keith into sex slavery for at least a year for that one. <sighs> I'll get the lube. Wow. All right. <laughs> Enjoy that one. If you're listening... Yeah, listen another to classy Anime Limited end of year podcast. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, no, I mean, like, it's been, good, been a good year, though. I mean, like, it's been a... It's also been kind of a dumpster fire. Yeah, I, I kind of think 2016 is the new 2013, because <laughs> basically we scheduled Nerima Daikon Brothers and we ran My My Miracle Kickstarter, I believe, in... That was 14. 2014 for My My Miracle... So we're actually almost up to date on all of our old releases now. Yeah, but look, look forward up to... Up until 2016, anyway. Yeah, look forward to 2017, where we'll bring you the rest of 2015. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Half but true. Uh, and, it, yeah, it, it has been quite the action-packed year with so much going on, like you're saying. The fact that your name has, has been received as well as it has. And I know, like, before... I think it was on the last podcast, we, did, we, were, we made mention of your name a fair few times. But you guys really came out in full force to support this film. I mean, still are. Still yeah, cinema. still are. At the time we're recording, it's still in the cinema. Like, like I say, it's literally a couple of days before Christmas when we're recording this. Uh, we've had people tell us that they've seen it multiple times. Yeah, one much person, love to you people, yeah. yeah one person did tell me that they've seen it ten times in the cinema. Good God. So, props to you. And I know a few of you have seen it like four or five times. A few of you have gone with different members of your family because you really want them to see it. It's really cool to see you guys supporting anime on the big screen. Ten times? I'm not sure I could manage that many feels in such short succession. Yeah. I, I know someone who once saw the first Lord of the Rings film nine times in the cinema, and one more in Italian because they went on holiday to Italy, saw it was in the cinema, and went Why to go see it. That's cool. Cinema, it's important. Yeah, I can't hack the cinema for that long. The, the chairs aren't really designed for a man of your stature. Mm, for, for a giant, yeah. quite literally. Yeah. But yes, so 2016, it, it, it's been an, a very, very interesting year, especially just seeing how you guys have reacted to things that we've released, the news that we've brought you, plans we've had, maybe how a few things have changed here and there. I think it has been a really, really cool year for Anime Limited in terms of how we have grown, both in the eyes of fans and also in terms of the quality of our product. Well, like, yeah, there'll always be something by which causes cause for complaints. I mean, yeah. for your name, for example, we were, I was seeing people saying that it just wasn't in cinemas long enough. It's like, well, we can only do mm. so much, and it's still the, the widest anime theatrical in a long time, so... Yeah, but it's like we were saying going in, though, that try and support this as much as you can, because longer term for anime in the cinema, it can only help. And they've really come out and help. All of you guys mm. listening to this, you've really come out, shown your support... And yeah, and the number of cinemas that have increased their run or scheduled new runs and other ones that have, like, uh, picked really up nice on it after the well. fact who have started screening it. It's been, it's, it has been great to see. Yeah. And it does make all the hard work worthwhile because... Mm. Especially some of the other members of the office were more directly involved seeing how much heart and soul and effort was put into uh, getting, uh, getting this out there, promoting it. And, yeah, it's been encouraging to see. 
It's been really, really cool. And in terms of products, like you say, Andrew, we brought out a couple of Ultimate Editions. I think we had a really great selection of titles, quite a wide variety of titles, which yeah. is really cool to see. Obviously, it's always interesting to see what people think of the actual titles, but the fact that people have really taken the punt on wanting to try out titles, sometimes without even knowing what they are, it's been really cool to see. And in terms of designs of products and whatnot, I personally love our how we do our collected editions of films. I think we've got a really good thing going on those. <laughs> he says it's just dropped a load of Pringles. But, um, but yeah, I think we've got a really cool thing going with how we present collected editions of films in particular. Yeah. Because the series, you know, they vary. There's a, there's a general model, as we've discussed internally and as we've talked about before, but obviously depending on the show itself, the design can vary quite a bit. But with yeah. the films, I think there's a really nice, almost uniform, but not in a really regimented way. Yeah. And I think it works out really well. One of my favourites this year, in all honesty, it's still a, a, a toss-up between Psychic School Wars and Expel from Paradise in terms of design because of the imagery used and how it came together. Just personally, I really, really like them. So yeah, out of those two, I would go with Psychic School Wars because that was one of my children. Oh, there you go. See, for film for me this year, it would definitely be Let's to Momo or Fuse. Mm. Yeah, we've released a, a large number of films. Obviously, Miss Hokusai also came out this year as well. Yeah, actually, Fuse was really nice. Kurt did a great job. Mm -hmm. I really like Fuse. So there's been a lot. Any others that stand out to you, Keith? Even if they're ones you, you work on? Because obviously you did Terror in Resonance. Yeah, well, obviously, I've been here just over a year now. and Hooray! Doors over there. Oh, <laughs> sad face. But yeah, Terror in Resonance, my... Uh, for my, well, I say first or only ultimate. I love to do it well. It was fun. It was fun. I did enjoy it. It was a learning experience, and I'm really, really proud with how that came out. Of course. Uh, it sits proudly on my bookshelves in my library at home, looking of beautiful. Course. Of course, it was also the year that we released my baby, Full Metal Alchemist Ultimate Edition. Ah, uh, yeah, the beast. <laughs> Which, it's... Again, that was another one where... We've never done anything like that before, and that was a learning experience. As I, well. I maintain that probably is the most ambitious thing we may ever do as a company. There might be something well, that... to date, to date, but well, uh... I mean, now you've said that, I'm, I'm I'm morally obligated to do something even bigger next year. There you go, people. I did it for you. There you go. Uh... <laughs> Get your hands off there, Jeremy. Don't do that for me as well. For God's sake. But um, but yeah, I, I mean. It wouldn't surprise me if we did something to that scale again, but that with the stature of title it is, combined with what it means to so many people, combined with the literal scale of it, it, it is ridiculous and, and it's it has come out so it. damn well. It's seen because it, admittedly when uh, when it came out and was being shipped to people as well as your name being in cinema, I was uh, I was on <laughs> on my holiday for the year at the time, and occasionally I, I've really tried to just zone out from work just get away from it because I just had to for a week or two Yeah. but there was the odd comment I would see come through like be it that they messaged me directly on Twitter because some of you guys like to do that which you know always more than happy to chat anime and whatnot, you guys and just seeing people saying I've just watched your unboxing video that's mental I need to buy it and it's really cool just to see people's reactions and even well, it's, like, it's like when we had it on display at October Expo mm. and uh seeing people walk by the stand and then just double take and come back when they saw, mm. you know, when it suddenly registered, seeing yeah. this beast in the, uh, in the display case. Mm. And, but also people actually, kind of people actually also saying, I watched the video and I saw it at Expo, but I didn't actually believe it was that big. 
Like some people almost like just couldn't believe it. And then when it arrived in this beast of a box, and then they were just opening it and trying to lift it up, and just mental. Yeah, because yeah. that thing weighs a fair amount. Mm. What was it, Neil? We said, Andrew, eight kilograms? Eight kilograms, including book. Yeah. Including the book. The gate, five kilos on its own. Yeah. Beautiful. Good job. It's uh, significant. Mm. And otherwise, in terms of anime limited activity, we went to loads of events this year. We did. And uh, we'll probably be going to way more next year, people, so keep an eye out yeah, for that. Yeah, keep them peeled. We're, uh, we're, there might be a few more on our uh, list this year that uh, we didn't get around to this yeah, year. Yeah, there definitely will be more this year. Yeah, you're definitely going to try and go to more events, even if it's that we may be there, for example, say for a day, and we try and do a panel or something and have some bits and bobs there. Going to try and go to more events. So I guess I might as well throw this out if you don't mind, Andrew, but yeah. if people have got an event that they would like Anime Limited to potentially come to in some capacity, drop me a line on jeremy at alltheanime.com, let us know the details, and we'll see if we can do anything. Can't promise by any means, but then we'll get in touch with you guys, see what's going on, you know, negotiate and whatnot, and we will figure it out. Never hurts to try. Exactly. Indeed. Don't ask, don't get. What was your favourite event of this year? Hmm... What, within uh, what we do? Or? Yes, within what we do. Not just, <laughs> what's your favourite event? Brexit or Trump <laughs> or... <laughs> yeah, if you could choose yeah. one dumpster fire to fill yourself face forwards into, which would have been this year? No, what, oh. what's your favourite event we participated in this year? Oh, as in, like, show? Yeah, well, no, no, as in, like, yeah, the show or event like event full stop and we participate in film festivals as well and such so I suppose to sort of recap what we did we did MCM Birm- I, well, I did MCM Birmingham in March did you guys do Liverpool or did we not no, want we to, missed go to, Liverpool we they, to go to Liverpool they were sold out by the time we, we even were like can we get a yeah and they were like no well, uh, yeah, next year next year April time I think I went to MCM Dublin for I remember you correctly did. for the day May we had MCM London obviously Natch. Uh, throughout June, July, and August, there was, I think I went to SunnyCon in Newcastle, mm-hmm. there was MCM Belfast during Amicom. that time, Amicom was there, uh, combined with MCM Manchester, because that was the same weekend, Yep, we had, we had a split crew, as we phrase it, then uh, we did MCM Glasgow, obviously Scotland Loves Anime, October Expo, October Expo, and then you guys did Birmingham November. So God, yeah, it's been manic, really. Did a fair amount of events, yeah. yeah. We're gonna do more next year because we love it. Uh, in terms, he's of hiding the tears going down his face. Just tears like. of joy, tears of joy. In terms of events and what we did, I think this MCM October to sort of lift the curtain a little bit for you guys listening. There was so much going on behind the scenes. There was so much we were dealing with in terms of, oh, yes. in terms of, in terms oh, of yeah. scale of workload and such. There was so much going on that. There was a point where we, I genuinely didn't know if we were going to be able to handle all of it, but we did. And obviously we had the, our, our two sets of Japanese guests over. We had uh, Mr. Shiatani from Psychopaths, and then we also had Takeshi Honda from Studio Kara. Obviously there was the build up to your name happening at that point. And I went to a wedding. Yeah, you went to a wedding, yeah. Um, what? The one I went to four this year. <laughs> I went to two weddings this year. Well, Instead of four. Well, I've been to yeah. none, so... Uh. Well... Okay. Get married then. I could have gone to another oh, four, right. four weddings, but I wouldn't have been invited. <laughs> I mean, I just... No, because you won't know the ball if you go to four weddings, it triggers a. F- oh no. So, so you won't go do it? You won't go to a oh. Wayne Rooney and just gate crash someone's wedding? No. 
Maybe. That's probably the first and only time Wayne Rooney will get mentioned on this podcast, everybody. I hope you're happy. Or you Man United Didn't fans. Tom Hanks just accidentally jog into a wedding as well? What? Yeah. Yeah, they were taking some photos in Central Park or something, and he was jogging along, and... Uh, yeah. So that some lucky couple has got Tom Hanks in all their photos because they stopped <laughs> taking pictures of them. <laughs> uh, but favourite event, I might have to just say MCM October because of how much was going on. And uh, I also did get a kick out of doing the various panels that I was involved with as well, including what was essentially a one-man stand-up show with me, where at the very end, couldn't actually figure out if the panel was meant to be ending or not because no one would respond to me. I know I'll get it in the neck if I don't mention this, but one event we missed out that we did go to, there was a Kitacon at the start of the year as well. Oh, yeah. oh my God. I thought there was another one in April Yeah, because well. I, yeah. I was like, I'm sure I went to a Kitacon this year, but it's like, oh, then, no, because Kitacon is a know, smaller event. You know what it was, though? It's because there was MCM Birmingham, and that was like a week or two after, wasn't it? Yeah. So it was, it was really close to each other. Yeah, because we, we did our ridiculous journey from Glasgow to Birmingham in the van, didn't we? Yeah, actually, I had a lot of fun at that one. Yeah, it was a really, really fun show. Yeah. And uh, more than likely, if you're going to Kitacon next year, we will be there in some capacity, so stay tuned for details on that. But but yeah, I would probably say MCM October just because of everything going around and the panels that I got to do. And also, just the reaction of everybody coming by the booth and seeing what we had and wanting to buy our releases. I think it was a really nice culmination of everything that we had built up to throughout the year. Yeah. What about you, Keith? Or just in general. Do you have a little favourite event? We're sort of still on that topic at the moment. Yeah, well, from a fan point of view, I'd be lying if, if I said it wasn't Kitacon. That was a lot of fun. Mm. From uh, a larger scale expo style event, yet yeah, again, October Expo, because there was so much going on and so much uh, came together despite the, the many, many problems that were thrown in our path along the way yeah it was almost like a victory in some ways wasn't it yeah plus uh, especially um, actually I think overall for the year when your name came out general release and people started watching it because up until that point we'd had been incredibly busy because we'd gone through hell month things hadn't calmed down no I should say we call October hell month just to put it into perspective for you listening continue yeah there'd been so much going on behind the scenes as well that had been so much stuff that hadn't been expected that was we had a lot of problems this year that we were not expecting that mm. uh, could have messed up so many things and at various stages we thought oh this isn't going to happen and then when your name came along and just to see that wave of positivity from people saying how much they loved it yeah, it was just after the prior couple of months, it was just really nice just to see all these really positive comments and, you know, just general love for it. And it was just like, that's really nice. And I hate the sound tweet. It's why we do it. You almost made Keith feel like a human being. I hope you feel happy with yourselves. <laughs> I think the other thing as well regarding your name, and Andrew, I'll give you some more time to think about your favourite event at this point. Oh, wait, didn't you guys do Japan Expo as well, come to think of it, in Paris? Yeah, that was not my favourite event. Okay. Um, Having but- spent... To 48 hours on planes coming back from anime. Oh, yeah, yeah you did anime that. expo as well, didn't you? Which also was my favourite event as a result of that. <laughs> but, Thanks, um, American Airlines. Thanks. But, but just mentioning your name for a second, I think another thing that made the positivity of your name extra special is that we were the first English language cinema run. Mm-hmm. I know Australia was very close behind, like probably by a matter of days or so or weeks. We were still first. But we were first, and I think we everyone listening to this and fans across the UK can really appreciate that, that we were first. Whereas... We, l- we are that annoying guy on comment threads. First! 
but, <laughs> but, but it's also in the sense that, and I think we can all agree with this, it, it was a trend a good while ago that the UK was always last when it came to certain things. Like in terms of like for video games, because the PAL territory was always last, perhaps because it needed more languages included in the game. Mm. Or when it came to certain film releases, it, the UK was last. When it came to anime releases, you could argue they were last just because of the way the pipeline worked. Mm. It sort of was a trend, and it was really nice that something on this scale was first. I want to disagree just because I'm contrary, but it's true. Yeah. <laughs> so Andrew, favourite event of the year of yours, what, what was it? That will be getting apocalyptically drunk at the New Year. It's not happened yet. It'll be New Year's Eve where, <laughs> I, where I drink to forget that 2016 happened. Um, if not oh, that... Don't worry, 2016 is only a precursor to the horror that will be 2017. Don't worry, James Blunt's got a new album coming out in 2017, so... <laughs> Respect to James Blunt for owning, <laughs> yeah. owning his uh, like negativity. Yeah. If you think 2016 was bad, I've got a new album coming out in 2017. But no, um, more seriously, probably as ever, Scotland loves anime for me mm. we've been running for seven years now it doesn't feel like that but it was a great time to catch up with people screen some really great films um, A Silent Voice basically this year there were three films I really wanted like to acquire and I got two out of three of them I got Your Name and I got A Silent Voice I would have loved to have had in this corner of the world as well but you can't win them all and um, it's an amazing film for anyone, like for, for people waiting for it to come out in the UK. I saw it when I was in Japan, um, like last, in, just over a week ago. It's an incredible piece of film. Um, Animatsu are going to do amazingly with it, I hope, in the UK. I hope they'll do something really cool. Um, it's a really good piece of film. I'm very interested to see how it does, because it reminds me a lot of Giovanni's Island. Mm. Different, different themes, but like similar motif, similar... And similar kind of, like, pacing, I guess, would be the right... Or the pathos, I guess, would be the right, the right wording for it. But it's a very good piece of film. Um, and we were screening... We screened, yeah, two or three of those films at Scott Loves Anime as well. All to sold-out audiences. Mm. Which is great. So much has happened this year. So, to do a bit more reflection on 2016, but not necessarily relating to Anime Limited, got a few potentially quick-fire questions. Favourite film in general of the year? There's been a lot that came out. Like, from a comic book perspective, there was Civil War, Doctor Strange, Batman, Superman, Suicide Squad. You went and saw a number of films yourself, Keith. Oh, I have seen loads this year. God bless that Cineworld card. (laughs) Uh, Moana, which we actually saw last week as well. There's another one. Yeah, that was fun. Uh... Did you watch the Russell Crowe one, the double act one? Was it Russell Crowe? I'm sure it was. It was like a two... Oh, I don't remember. No, I have no idea what you're talking about there. Uh, I don't know. There's a lot of films I like this year. I was just trying to bring them all to mind. I think... I'm going to split it into two here. Of the, uh, of the superhero films, of which there were many this year, I am... Again, going to have to be awkward. 50-50. Deadpool and Doctor Strange. Uh, the Nice Guys is what I was thinking of. Oh, yeah, no, I did see that, actually. The, that was fun. That was fun. Oh, yeah, Deadpool as well. Oh, my God. Yeah, Deadpool and Doctor Strange on the uh, superhero field, which I think is more, with the amount coming out, is worthy of its own section. Mm. And in other films... I'm... Actually, hang on, was Zootropolis this year? That might have been late last year at this point. 
I honestly can't remember. If Zootropolis was this year... It was this year. Right, yeah. Zootropolis was fantastic. And especially with the current climate in the world, something that is badly needed, because the message in that film will be internalised by uh, children at the moment and will hopefully carry forward into a slightly better generation as we go along. Yeah, to, to add a couple more um, films into the fray of what came out this year, there was also Finding Dory. There was uh, The Jungle Book, which I totally forgot about. Uh, the Secret Life of Pets. And uh, Fantastic Beasts, which only just came out. Beast, yeah. No. I think the other one that stood out for me was uh, quite recently, actually, uh, that sci-fi one, Arrival. That was I want very, to see that, you know. I actually do want to see that. Very good. A fantastic, hard sci-fi film, and I will be buying that as soon as that comes out. Mm. I was, yeah, blown away by that. That, is fan- that was fantastic. What about you, Andrew? Favourite film of the year? Favourite film of the year? I know this is going to sound incredibly, incredibly biased, but it's obviously <laughs> your name. Like, for me, that was the, like, it was like The Girl Who Left Through Time, but on a huge budget, a budget on a scale that, like, I mean, for people who don't know, The Girl Who Left Through Time was made with about three quarters of a million dollars, which is freakishly small as a budget. Yeah, that's a... And the animators, like just went, the animators just went above and beyond their, what they were being paid to do because they really wanted to make it work. Um, and, like, your name for me blew everything away for me on, on what I expected. It's a populist movie, so it's not like its previous stuff particularly, but it is smart, it's enjoyable, and it doesn't break much in the way of sci-fi's golden rules of making a really good sci-fi story. Mm. So... Like, actually, that worked really, really well for me as far as I'm concerned. Like, that's probably my, probably my film of the year. Um, close to it would be Zootropolis. Mm-hmm. Like, um, like Zootropolis and then also Rogue One. Rogue mm-hmm. One also ranks highly for me. Yeah, actually, I don't believe I didn't mention that at all. I've only seen it the other... <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't want to spoil it for anyone, but I just... I'm a sucker for that type of film. It's basically, it's not so much a Star Wars film, like... It's less of a Star Wars film, more of a cowboy film. Mm. And as an aside on that, not really a spoiler if you've seen the most recent trailers, but turn away for the next 10 seconds if you don't want to hear, but turn away now. Darth Vader, he is scary again. So happy about that. And that's pretty much it on that. So, spoilers over. 10 seconds past. <laughs> so, um, I mean, for me, it would be a cross between Civil War and Deadpool. Because we went to go and see Civil War together, uh, Keith and I, and because we're I, cinema bros, and I didn't know because I'm as my friends dubbed me the king of being spoiler free. I didn't know Spider Man was in this film, and when Spider Man popped up on my screen in front, I say my screen, the cinema screen in front of me, Keith can attest to this. I kind of lost my shit. <laughs> yeah, well, to be honest, he is the hands down best casting of Spider Man in a film of recent years. Mm-hmm. I am so looking forward to his individual outing next mm-hmm. year. I haven't he's, seen the trailer for that. I'm avoiding it. Uh, yeah, that's... He's, he's perfect. He was mm-hmm. perfect. It was like, this is this is, this is Peter Parker. Mm-hmm. It was, yeah. They've done a fantastic job. It's not Tobey Maguire, so anything's better. <laughs> so, um, favourite album, looking at music-wise, this year? Devon Townsend, Transcendence. Mm. Yeah, really, really strong into that. For, for me... People could probably figure this out if you know what I like. It's in music by Radams, right? Ah! <laughs> uh, do you know? No, for me, it, it's actually yeah. It is Metallica's new album. 
the hardwired substrate. I was gonna probably say baby metal, but then I just thought, you know what, in terms of anticipation and emotion going into it, I was so weary about the new Metallica album because I wanted it to be so good. And then when the first song dropped, Hardwired, and I don't know if I told you guys, I was in the office and I had it on repeat for about an hour. It's a three and a half minute song and I had it on repeat for an hour because I couldn't get enough of it. Nice. And it's like, is this indicative of the album or is it just a one track wonder? Then the second track came out, Moth Into Flame. And uh, the first time I listened to it, I kind of thought, this is all right. It's not as good as Hardwired. Then I actually listened, then, because they, they showed, released the video and then put out the official audio. And then I just listened to the audio just walking around town. And I realized I was proper headbanging in the middle of town with it. And it's like, oh man, the groove on this song. Then they released Atlas Rise and I love that one as well. Then I just got the album, listened to it front to back and oh man, that album. So you're a happy Jeremy. I am a happy Jeremy. But Baby Metal's second album, Karate is still probably one of the best songs they're ever going to have. It's just so damn good. Andrew. Uh, for me, it's the same answer every single year. It's ladies and gentlemen, the best of George Michael. <laughs> <laughs> the, the excellent music only really, it really ends after that. I mean, there's nothing, there's nothing after that. No one released anything because it was just too good. I mean, oh. it's, it's, it's true. I mean, you, your, you, your dedication to the Church of George is uh, admirable. <laughs> very important. <laughs> I will have, you know. Um, I thought you were going to say Radwimps. I like I did have two very good weddings where we ended up singing "Stand by Me," so I guess you could label that under Final Fantasy Fifteen, I suppose. <laughs> um, in varying different degrees of still sober or not. Mm. Well, um, you just mentioned a game. That's quite a, a nice little segue, there, Andrew. A favorite game of the year? Firewatch, definitely Firewatch. It's more like a walking simulator, but I really enjoy the characterization. Probably the first time I really enjoyed two characters. Normally the protagonist is a cookie-cutter carbon character to some extent you imprint yourself on. It was the first time where it was more like you were playing out the story of two characters. Like, the, the visuals are nice. It's just really beautiful as well. It's really fun to play. Hmm. It's like, it's, it's, it's a good... If, if I had to say something which was not... Because I've been playing... Like, I've been doing a sort of personal challenge this year. Like, of trying to play through at least one game a month average when you average it out so some months obviously like October good fuck, good luck yeah good fucking luck making me play a game in October time so I played more um, like more like I had like more games some months than others but like I would say Fire, like Firewatch is one which stands out immediately to me I'm trying to dig out the photos actually here on my part um, like just to remind me what I actually did play so I played Deus Ex Human like Mankind Divided, which is really mm. good. Because uh, I did once a month, basically. I also played... I, I had a month where I played, like, indie games instead. So I played I Am Setsuna and um, Alone With You. Alone With You ranks pretty highly for me. Again, it was more like a point-and-click adventure. But it was really fun. I Am Setsuna is really nice as well. It's a short RPG, but it's good. Um, I also dug very deeply into... I played Abzu, which was really fun. It's like mm. Journey. It's Austin Wintry doing the soundtrack, but it's mm. underwater, so you're doing a lot of swimming, which was kind of fun, actually. I then had a, month, a bump a month where I played Uncharted 3, Until Dawn, Mirror's Edge 2, and a chapter of Republic, which were really good. Like, I really enjoy Uncharted. It's like one of these not guilty likes, 
Knowing mm. your work schedule, I'm wondering where the Repu- hell you fit I played this in. Republic, <laughs> Republic Chapter 1, uh, what else did I play this month? Um, but not this month, in the last few months. Uh, Z- um, not Zero Time Dilemma, Virtue's Last Reward. Virtue's Last Reward is probably my favourite game I have, pl- one of my favourite games I've played this year, but it certainly did not come out this year. Um, I also played through Broken Sword, the, the newest Broken Sword game, because I got that for PS4 at the beginning of the year. Um, I have no mouth, and yet I'm a scream for point-and-click game. That was a, <laughs> an experience. Um, and... There's a month I've missed here somewhere. <laughs> I want to read a sci-fi classic, ladies yeah. and gentlemen. Oh, yeah. To look up the original story yeah. for that by uh, so I played Carl Ellison. I also play finished uh, Mel Gear Solid Five, the only chapter that I'm going to play that I'm not playing the second chapter. Um, Uncharted One and Two. Apparently, I had a, a spare month to play because yeah, I'm not even joking. Where did you fit this in? Um, just some months. I like I made time in the evenings, like weekends. So every so often. I've seen the times you send emails through. Yeah, like you're I mean, just multitasking. Sometimes. Good God. Like I mean, like it, like. Like, I just genuinely thought it was worth trying to get through games. So, like, some months I've had a better success than others. Like, I've been trying to play Persona 4 for the last five months, six months. You know, I'm really working my way through it. I think I'm as far as October, November time in gameplay mm. time, which means I'm nearing the end, I'm okay. reliably told. Yeah, I've got to do that myself. But now um, that Persona 5 has been delayed until, is it April, I think it is? Yeah. I've got, I know I've got more time. Oh, yeah, I finished Danganronpa 2, which you got me as well, so... Yeah, yeah. and I, I'm working my way through that as well, as well as Final Fantasy X. Yeah, I'm because... playing Final Fantasy XV, or as I call it, Mad Lads on tour. Um, <laughs> like, which or is... Boy Band Experience Story. Bachelor Story. <laughs> bachelor, bachelor Weekend Gone Wrong. <laughs> um, apparently I finished Professor... Well, preferred Professor Layton game as well. Uh, and you say apparently you got a list oh yeah and King's Quest uh, chapter 3 Resident Evil 0 I definitely finished at some point I don't think I took a photo of that but I definitely finished Resident Evil 0 which was fun Um, or maybe I didn't Instagram it maybe I just tweeted it instead Um, so you played a lot Uh, yeah I played a fair bit actually but I'd say Firewatch has probably been my my game of my standalone game of the year like mm. I enjoyed Resident Evil Zero but I'd never played it like I played a bit of it before on Gamecube uh, like yeah like I'd say probably probably that or Virtue's Last Reward if I'm allowed to go with a game I picked up that's not been mm. released a new game this year was definitely Firewatch okay Keith game well I don't play too many overall uh Let's see up there. Okay, basically, I am Blizzard's little bitch. Basically, <laughs> uh, the uh, the Legion expansion for Warcraft has been, even though I haven't been able to touch it in weeks for various reasons, is absolutely fantastic. Hands down, now my favourite expansion to date. The the con- the continually the continuing way Blizzard seems to. Uh, improve that game with each iteration basically grabbing the best bits from other games or coming up with fantastic innovations of their own it just the whole experience has been fantastic um especially as the game's gone on over the years how there's so many different kind of ways to play and level and uh, interact with your friends it's fantastic but i think hands down my favorite game of the year purely 
because it's taken the game genre that one I'm not very good at and two never stick with for long. Cheer up, love. Overwatch, yes. Yes. Yeah. Because I've got to agree. Overwatch, I am. I am. I am appallingly bad at first-person shooters, and I'm appallingly bad at Overwatch. But it is so much fun. I just have not had any instances of the usual frustration and rage quitting I would often get on other titles. What he's saying is he's a bad sport normally and you shouldn't play with him. <sighs> no, I'm, I'm not normally. <laughs> not, honestly not. But no, I, Overwatch is just so much fun it and I just really keep is. going back to it. Plus, I've got to mention it as it's uh, you know occurred within the last day or so. Their, their tracer reveal in the recent comic has been fantastic. Because that is exactly the way a uh, LGBT character should be handled. Mm. Not, not making a song and dance about it. You know, just another person getting on with their life. Because that's mm -hmm. how it should be, and that's how it all should be. Yeah. No hate, no fear. Overwatch um, as a whole just is fantastic. It is my game of the year as well. Mm. And like you, I don't, I don't get a chance to play many games. I probably. It sounds good. I probably play more games than I can actually complete in a year because sometimes I just dip in and I've got a PlayStation Plus subscription, so I sort of try out games. And if I happen to get through it, great. But um, but yeah, in terms of brand new games this year, Overwatch wins hands down because it's one of the only ones I've played. But just the, I love the universe. It's a from a first person shooter point of view. I really can't stand things like Call of Duty or Battlefield. I've tried. My mates know I have tried sometimes. They could argue not enough, but that's a debate for another day. But I, I just can't get into them. I love more like a fantastical universe, like a Halo or something. Something that's just sci-fi and mm. is not indicative of life. But then Overwatch's universe is just so, so, just so amazingly good fun. And I love the different characters. And during the Halloween expansion, Keith and I were playing Junkenstein's Revenge for fucking hours. Constantly, It yeah. was so good. I'm looking forward to delve... Well, I probably won't have much time to delve into the Christmas expansion. Plus, uh, another fantastic thing I found with that, there's, there's people I know who were sort of like poo-pooing on it when it came out. They've all bought it. They all love it. Yep. I mean, the, the other night we had a group of six of us and we did like three versus three McCree and they'd all... <laughs> Altered the setting so only headshots killed and every move was unlimited. So it led to this horrifying 20 minutes of everybody just using <laughs> roll to avoid getting shot while firing off randomly in the hope that you hit someone in the head. It's the stupidest thing I've ever done. Uh, but in terms of other games I've been playing, the other one, which I think I may have mentioned on the podcast before, I don't remember, but uh, Final Fantasy X. Not 15, Final Fantasy X, because I'm on a quest to complete it, because of the main story, because I never have after many, many moons ago. My friends and I were all gathered around one of our houses, and they started talking about the ending when I hadn't completed it. This was like back when it first came out, like within a few months. So after that, I just thought, oh, I'll just, I'll, I'll get, I'm sure I'll get to it at some point. And it's 2016, I thought, you know what? I want to complete it. I'm going to do it. So I've started, and, uh, and Keith has been a, has been a, a very helpful very helpful coach at times, trying to coach me. I think as my other best mate, who's been also coaching me as well on it, and I can now play Blitzball, which is really handy. See, because I love Blitzball. Nearly everyone I know who plays the game hated Blitzball in Final Fantasy X, but I couldn't get enough of it, and I was <laughs> so gutted in Ten Two, and they just turned it into a management sim. I was like, oh, <laughs> "F you all." So, uh, and then a final sort of quickfire-related question. It has become more than quickfire, in fairness. Mm -hmm. uh, favourite book, graphic novel, comic, manga, 
any form of literature sort of thing that you have read this year? Anything that stands out? For me, because I'll give you guys a moment to think about it, uh, I'm, I'm delving into the comic world specifically because DC did their rebirth relaunch earlier in the year and admittedly when it comes to Marvel v DC comic reading, I, I sort of swing back and forth between which I'm into more. I go through like a giant phase of just reading a crud ton of DC, then I switch over to Marvel, then I probably switch to manga, then I'll switch to a bunch of image stuff. Like it just, I sort of, I go through binges, from mm. stages, and my DC phase coincided with them doing their big rebirth, sort of reboot, and I read, sort of caught up on everything, I got to this rebirth issue, and just reading that, knowing everything that had happened, and seeing discussions online about why certain things, why are certain things still can, and why aren't certain things... And the, just the way they played it out in that, I think it was 80-page one-shot issue just to kick off Rebirth, it is one of the best reading experiences I've had in comics. And it's one of the few times where in my flat I'm turning pages and I'm actually just going, oh my god! Just, just I had to, you know, you just you can't not verbalise yeah. something. It was just such a damn good read. So that's probably my favourite comic book reading-related thing I've experienced I've had this year. That is so damn good. Right, I'll keep this brief because I could go on forever about all sorts. Okay. Uh, like the Overwatch tie-in comics, all of them, not just the most recent one. I have great fun with those. Uh, though it's been out for many years, I always make sure to reread it at least once in a year. <laughs> Normally more. Transmetropolitan by Warren Alice, hands down the finest, finest piece of comic work you are ever likely to read. I would highly recommend that to anyone. Get that in your eye holes. Uh, Books-wise, I uh, picked up Red Shirts by John Scalzi, which is a fantastic meta thing about uh, the red shirt characters in a Star Trek-like show, you know, the ones <laughs> who always die. Fantastic book that goes to a place you do not quite expect. I'd recommend that highly as well. Also, Existence, again, been out by a couple of years, by David Brin, another fantastic sci-fi. There's enough material in that book, he could have easily spun out a dozen different volumes on various subjects, but a fantastic what-if look at near future of humanity concerning life in, the, life in the greater universe, other sci-fi trends and the way the world works. But yeah, I'll leave it at that, because otherwise I will go on forever. And uh, Andrew, reading material for you. Anything that's that's really jumped out at you this year? Um, in terms of manga, yeah, several I've been reading from Japan, which are pretty good. Um, like there's a few which I can. I'm talking to say because I can play. I play the guessing game. What's going to be made into an anime in the next year or two? Mm. And there's a few I picked out which probably will be, which I'm looking forward to. Aside from that. I've been reading like a lot of old old school fantasies and stuff like Fred Weeks is um, the Lightbringer trilogy is pretty good. Comics wise, I've been dipping into things like Fables, like more recently. So I'm like up to about I've got like eight volumes of it or something to read, but I'm up to about volume four, which is really good. I've been enjoying it. It's like if you've not played The Wolf Among Us. That's a video game set after the the comics or before before it's a prequel. Sorry, but it's well worth a watch. Um, what play rather? Um, yeah, that'd be about it. I'd say, like picking a random list. Cool stuff. 
So, I sort of had a little surprise for both of you. Because you'll recall last year, around this time of year, we had the first ever inaugural Anime <laughs> Limited pub quiz. Oh, God. Good luck. So, how many titles do we delay this year? No, 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 oh. no. I, I've changed the format this year. Because it's not going to be the same every year. He's just going to name titles they delayed or not delayed. So, the way I have done this is I have gone through many of our titles and I have looked at the back of the box. And oh I'm going God. to read a quote from the back of the box. Okay. It might be someone's quote or it might be from a synopsis. Okay. All right. And you need to figure out if you can guess which title it is. Okay. So, for example... Actually, no, no not an example. I'm just going to dive you right into this. Okay. All right. So, a stellar example of oft-cited principle that animation is an art form, not a genre. That'd be Hannah and Alice, I guess. That's Andrew's guess. What do you say, Keith? Oh, shit. No, I know what it is. And this is stuff that's come out this year. Yep. Uh, Easy way to sum up. It has already been released. You know, I have absolutely no clue. So it's um, Psychic School Wars, isn't it? No. The correct answer was Miss Hokusai. God damn it, that was the other one I would have gone with. Of course, of course. So, this one. Fifteen years have passed since the hypergates linking the moon to Mars collapsed. Oh, no, zero. Yep. Correct. (laughs) Too easy. Nothing good ever comes from Mars in anime. Nothing. Number three. Whether they're up against monsters, madmen, or military officials... The bond these brothers share will be the greatest weapon they have in the fight for their lives. Brothers. Hmm. That sounds like one of yours. Sorry, read the quote again. <laughs> Whether they're up against monsters, madmen, or military officials, the bond these brothers share will be the greatest weapon they have in the fight for their lives. Yeah, again, I have no clue. Okay. Let me think on this for a second. Can you narrow it down for me in terms of when it was released? Q4. Q4. Okay. That helps, actually. Q4 was a messy time. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And it's from the Funimation catalogue, isn't it? Not from the Animal Limited one. This is Animal Limited release. That's Animal Limited release. Oh my god, format allowed for There you go! <laughs> okay. Oh god. Yeah, that's from the back of the box. Jesus. I am Thank brain you. dead today. Yep. Uh, I was like. From part one specifically, in case you're interested. The brothers, the, you know, yeah. the only show we put out that's got brothers in it, so yeah. <laughs> so. Everyone listening at home is like, oh, you are a. <laughs> Well, you tried doing all I've been drinking this fine Austrian wine, so I can't really... A classic science fiction story adapted by the directors of Tree of Palm and The Animatrix. Harmony. Correct. I know that one. (laughs) Uh, It's Harmony. It's Harmony. Oh, God. Stop rocking back and forth. It's fine. It's fine. Everything's fine. (laughs) So... I actually really liked Harmony. This bizarre meeting sends the young man hurling through a horrifying flashback to his not-so-glorious college days when the influence of a... Galaxy. Correct. (laughs) I wrote that one. (laughs) 
I remember that one back in the early 2000s at Bandai and then reused it, having refined it this time. You can't pull the wool over my eyes, son. Okay. Using his skills as an archer and her otherworldly prowess... More marksman and Yeah. There you go. <laughs> I knew that's what we're going with that one. Okay. It started with a tall tail. That's all. time I say anything That's ever. all you. That's all you're giving us. It started with a tall tail. Spelled T-A-L-E. Oh. No. It can't be fairy tales, no. really. No. Give us uh, something to work from here. Okay, I'll, I'll read you a bit more. Because okay, there's more That's the first line. Um, we were just getting good at this and you decided <laughs> to make it harder for us. Yep. With, not, with nothing but a destination in mind, the pair set out on their grand adventure, completely unaware of the dark forces working to fulfil an ancient prophecy that will bring about the end of the world. Uh. This would have come out probably Q2, Q3 time, if I had any help. Not we did have it at MCM London. MCM London in May, so it's not Yuen of the Dawn. Um, it's an anime limited title or a Funimation one? It is a Funimation Aha, title. that helps me quite a bit. Noine. No. MCM London May, right? Yeah. I may have got my fact wrong in fairness, but I'm pretty sure there's one. It came with a big-ass art book. Oh, right. Oh, right. Yeah. No, you got there first. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> So, you exist inside a spring that can't be replaced. April, your line, April. Correct. Part one. Well <laughs> All the tears. Okay. He's got a killer class. Assassination, Assassination classroom. classroom. Get my head, Charles. <laughs> it was such a hard one to guess. Oh, I think you started saying it first there. So, sadly, the point probably goes to you. Okay. Ready for this one? What's the best way to eat dessert? Lucky star. Correct. <laughs> yes. You my mind went to the gutter on that one, so probably not the best I did. That's what mine did, but then it went to our chocolate coroner, because that's... Yeah, because that first episode, is that's all they talk yeah, about. Yeah, that's all they yeah. talk about. I can't believe I'm about to say this on a podcast. When things get hard, they'll High come out DD. <laughs> High School DD, season three. <laughs> I want to. I want to supervise that. I want to supervise that. <laughs> I don't. I don't know why. I don't I don't know why you felt the need to get in there quite fast on that one. Spent. <laughs> With Earth now left in in ruins, following the nano hazard. Expelled from paradise. Yeah. There you go. I was distracted by my life as zucchini getting its English voice cast list, which includes Will Fort, Nick Offerman, Ellen Page, and Amy Sedaris. You heard it here. First, if you didn't see it anywhere else. Okay, and final <laughs> one for you. Humanoid animals walk and talk like people. Fuse. And foreign yeah. empires are embroiled in an increasingly violent war. Fuse. Incorrect. What time did this come out in? Key four. Oh, um... Humanoid animals... I'm reading it from the back of the box. It's a Funimation title, definitely. It's not. It's it is not. Because no, that doesn't fit in with anything that came out in Q4. Should we run that by me again? 
Humanoid animals walk and talk like people, and foreign empires are embroiled in an increasingly violent war. Escaflone. Correct! God damn it. Yes! <laughs> you didn't know your Escaflone well enough, Gabe. Uh, you fucked it! <laughs> I, did, I, I did know that Isles was a unit of measurement, though. <laughs> to be fair, though, <laughs> to be fair, I can understand why you'd think Fuse from that. Yeah, yeah, I can understand too. Hmm. Well, I don't know what the exact score was for that, but I'm pretty sure Andrew won. We'll, we'll leave it to the listeners. Exactly. The final you guys can tell that. Yeah, you, you can let us know online. Online. <laughs> so, folks, we're going to start to wrap up now. Thank you very much. Just a couple of housekeeping notes for you. First of all... For those who have sat through everything yeah. else, you now get some actual anime news. <laughs> so, the Anime Limited HQ it is going to be closed, pretty by the time you're hearing this, actually, until the 5th of January. There will still be a few bits and bobs going around online, but if you send an email as such to us, please allow a good few days' grace as it is the holiday season. In terms of when the podcast will next be back, I can safely say 2017. I can't exactly tell you when, but there will be another one coming. In terms of upcoming releases, as we mentioned, probably by the time you're listening to this actually, Nerima Daikon Brothers will be available. And coming up early in the new year, we have got Space Dandy, complete season one and two Blu-ray set, Evangelion 1.11, and Claymore, which we actually revealed details of earlier this week. So at the time of recording, so make sure you go over to the Anime Limited blog at blog.alltheanime.com for all your information. Plus, don't forget one of my personal favourites, Aldnoa Zero Part indeed, 2, indeed. will be uh, available as Never. well. Never. <laughs> it will be available. And of course, also the case of Hannah and Alice will be available. That's, that's a good one. You should genuinely buy that one. You can expect an unboxing of our release, actually, probably over the Christmas period. And uh, all going well, we might have a trailer for you as well. So if you've not seen it before and you want to know a bit more about it, we'll have that for you. And also there are a couple of pieces on the Anime Limited blog about it as well, if memory serves. So make sure, yep. you, make sure you go through that and you can give those a read, including, if I remember, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, I think Jonathan Clements reviewed it for us. On the uh, and Justin Savakis. Yeah, he's on a Should GIs work. So if you want to get into that, there's loads of info for you. But now I think it's... But, well, before we wrap up, because we should probably talk on it, touch on it briefly, even though there is a posting online about it, uh, yes, your name. As the more eagle-eyed amongst you may have noticed, there are listings now on Amazon for that. A standard DVD, a standard Blu-ray, and our collector's edition, which will feature Blu-ray and DVD plus extras. Please pre-order them now. There has been pre- people talking about, will we be doing an Ultimate Edition? We want to do an Ultimate Edition, but until we know what resources and materials we will have access to, we don't know if it's a thing we'll be able to do. If we are able to do one, we will let you know as uh, soon as we've decided, and obviously there'll be links to pre-order that, should it occur. And also with the placeholder date that's currently online for Amazon, that is a placeholder. It most likely isn't going to be any sooner. We will be trying everything within our power to make it sooner than October 2017. But as Andrew says, realistically, it will be October 2017 or quite likely later, depending on what the licensor tells us. Because that's the price you pay for playing with other people's toys. They make the (laughs) rules. You should also notice as well, regarding whether there is ultimately an Ultimate Edition or not, no pun intended... If we can do an Ultimate Edition, there will be a new listing, like, on retailers and such, yeah. and on Amazon. It won't... The Collector's Edition version will not become the Ultimate Edition. That is the Collector's Edition set in stone. So, ultimately... Again, no pun intended. 
It's been a long week. Yeah. But so when push comes to shove, if we can do an ultimate edition, there will then be a fourth listing on Amazon for your name, and it would then be for the ultimate edition if it is something that can indeed happen, as Keith just mentioned. Other than that, we've got some exciting stuff coming in 2017, which I would love to talk about, but oh, can't. You know what else as well? Um, you can probably expect some news on the Persona 3 movies coming soon as well, because we should be able to show you what they're going to look like the first two very soon, shouldn't we, Keith? Because we've just about got approval on those. Yes, yes, we have. Actually. Yeah, so, yeah. so probably over the Christmas break, expect some news on the Persona 3 movies. Uh, and there'll be lots more news coming very soon as well, guys. So I think to wrap up the year, and it's only fitting we do this, uh, Andrew, I'm going to give you an option. You can either go first or last. Last. Okay. So, Keith, you can either go first or second. I'll go second, then. Right, I guess I'm starting then. So, uh, we're going to wrap up with a little bit from each of us, uh, just to sort of round off the year from our perspective. From my perspective, guys, it has been an incredibly busy year, but thank you all so much for your support. I know I talk to so many of you, be it if you send me an email to, to my email address at work, which is very public. It's jeremy at alltheanime.com should you want to drop me a line. I'm going to send you several dick pics in a minute. Unsolicited. Dick Van Dyke. That's my Richard Nixon. I was going to say Dick Van Dyke and uh, Richard Nixon actually were the two I was going to send him. God damn you. Well, that's what I always do for people. It's like you want an unsolicited dick pic. Off goes Dick Van Dyke and Richard yeah. Nixon. He's going to be doing uh, Mary Poppins too. What, Richard He's, Nixon? Yeah, no, Dick Van Dyke. Lumber lie. Can't handle this. Anyway, Mary, sorry, please uh, I, don't I don't know where I got to, but... I did not. But thank you all for your, for your support. In terms of the Anime Limited shop, it has grown so much over the past the couple of years, let alone this year. Uh, it is me doing a lot of stuff to do with that, so if you've had orders and such, thank you for bearing with me to get back to you. I'd like to think that that you guys can really trust us when it comes to our releases and knowing that when you've got them in your hand, it's something you're really happy to have in your collection. And for everyone who took part in the mystery box offer, you guys have been awesome when it comes to talking to talking about them and how excited you were when you received them. So much so, someone even did an unboxing of their mystery box, which was really cool to see. That, that was nice, actually. Yeah, and, uh, and for those of you wondering, there were originally only 200 mystery boxes, but because it sold out so quickly, and we could because get, we love you all and we were getting so many requests we actually did like did the maths and whatnot and figured out a way to get another 200 on sale because we saw a little bit of scuttlebutt as to whether we had planned that no we really had not planned that so thank you to everyone who took part in our 12 days of Christmas sales it has been amazing seeing your reactions to them and we're really glad that you like bundle offers as well but in terms of wrapping up 2016 rather than me rambling just thank you all so much for the support there is lots of stuff to be excited about for next year. Obviously, we've mentioned A Silent Voice coming to cinemas. The Sword Art Online movie will be coming to cinemas. There is so much more other than that that you guys don't even have, a, have an inkling of yet. So watch this space. And for me, it has been a rad 2016. It's been an incredibly busy one, but thank you all for the support. Mr. Keith, anything you want to say to your adoring public? <laughs> yeah, my adoring public. I think it's pretty much reiterating what you've already covered. Year has been incredibly busy, incredibly learning experience. I know, uh, especially with uh, 
release dates of certain products. It has been frustrating. We really do appreciate your patience. We know it's frustrating because I know I know what it's like to be in that position as a person waiting for something to come out. And for what little consolation it's worth, it's even worse when you're the people who are actually trying to put this thing out and you can't for various reasons and have to delay stuff. It For any frustration you feel, trust us, we feel just as frustrated, if not more so. We do appreciate your patience and sticking with us. The only reason we have been able to do as much as we can have and as much as we're intending to do is because of your consistent support. So thank you so much for sticking with us and being a fantastic supporting public. You allow us to do what we love and you know provide things that you hopefully love as well. So here's hoping for uh, a great 2017. That can't be any worse than 2016. Oh, don't, don't. <laughs> No, uh, there's no situation so bad it can't get worse. Don't tempt yeah. fate. And finally, El Presidente, Commander in Chief. Take it away, Andrew Partridge. I'd like to now sing Careless Whisper. No, I'm kidding. Um, pretty much what Keith said, actually, to be honest. I mean, he was pretty eloquent about it. It's been a, a pretty much a landmark year for Anime Limited here. Like, I know we're, we're still the underdogs in the market, but I kind of like that. And we've done some really cool stuff this year that no one else ever has. Stuff like Full Metal Alchemist Ultimate Edition. We've done something only Ghibli has been able to achieve in the UK theatrically. Um, in the original anime space, I know someone was very keen to email and say that Pokemon, in fact, did, like, did much bigger with um, the first movie. But that's a children's film and a franchise film, for starters. So... Well, so this is definitely an older an audience and original work. Yeah, so it's like, it's, but like, I mean, we've achieved a lot, like, in a year, and we're hoping to bring you guys a lot more. What we would like to do now is bring you more seriously a pipeline of anime theatrically, so that it's not just a one-off every so often when there's a Ghibli or a Shinkai-san, like Shinkai-san's films or that kind of thing come to the cinema, where you get a chance to see not everything, because it's not always going to be possible, and nor... Just like it's not possible to always see every live-action film in, in multiplex, for example, but we're going to bring you more over the next two years. Not just one year, but two years. And we've got some real treats lined up. I've just actually got confirmation of a license just now I was itching to get, hoping we'll have some even, like, even more titles actually over the next while. So, I mean, you guys are great. For, for reasons unbeknownst to me, you are still here, still supporting us. Um really appreciated like I know it's difficult at times and it's really appreciated so uh, thank you and here's to 2017 to 2017 <laughs> and on that note everyone thank you very much for listening I don't think any of us can really add anything I guess on behalf of Kat and Kerry I'm sure they would have said thanks at the very least so thanks <laughs> and yeah just thank you once again very much everybody we hope you have a wonderful Christmas and New Year have fun watching all your mystery box titles if you got them for those of you who didn't get the mystery box or are wondering why each of us picked a particular title there was originally meant to be a card included with every mystery box but obviously when we had to add more there weren't enough that random sound in the background was seemingly a bottle trying to explode a plastic bottle we don't know why 
But yeah, so there was a card that was meant to be included. We are going to post an image of that come the new year, just to make sure people have got their boxes following Christmas posts and everything. So Because it features fantastic artwork by Cat of all of the Anime Limited team. Exactly. I'm very pleased with, with how I look on that, I must say. So uh, Kerry's got some wicked side eye. <laughs> it's fantastic. So uh, yeah, guys, have a wonderful holiday break. We will see you guys... Goys? <laughs> What is goys? That's goys is not even a word. Have I gone all? Yeah, that's the alarm for using a stupid word. Yeah, that's there, there you go. I'm going to shut up then, guys. Thank you very much for listening. We've been Team Anime Limited signing off for 2016. See you in 2017. Woo! Yeah.